Good morning ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Light of Valencia Progressive Vedic Astrology and Esoteric Talks channel. In this one we are going to speak a little bit about relationships, soulmate, twin flame and all these terms that float around in the new age circles of I am wanting to find my soulmate or relationships etc. It's a much glorified term. It doesn't mean as much as what it is depicted, although many men and women would like to think that. But I was curious to explore what it would mean in terms of astrology and particularly Vedic astrology, which is plotted inside real time and how it would show up in the charts. And personally too, I have been a witness and experienced this particular aspect. So just to back up a little bit, when we talk of relationships between man and woman, right, between a man and a woman, sorry, my coffee is just kicking in. It basically means that we are looking for some relationship which is powerful and silent in its understanding of one partner to the other, that means man or the woman, kind of get the other person, kind of understand the other person at an innate level. That's what we can at best term as the soul level. Otherwise it just becomes a romanticized version of what the soul means. The soul is much grander than what another person would get about us individually rather what she gets me or what he gets me or not understanding but understanding which is beyond a little verbiage you even sense and perceive the energies because the people who are looking for soulmate or twin flame or that kind of a relationship have a strong karmic pull also towards that right and this is for the esoterically minded like we spoke of in all the earlier ones esoteric has to be somehow calibrated and translated to practicality otherwise it has no practical value it just becomes a lala talk and personally I'm not interested in many of the lala kind of talk because that just becomes argumentative and subject to debates and a mental exercise we are trying to examine astrologically here so astrologically speaking what would a soulmate relationship look like well first of all we have to classify what we are looking for in a relationship or what constitutes a good soulmate type relationship first of all it should last it should have a bonding effect that would grow through a lifetime it's one thing to have a fleeting romance or a a very high-flying, highly charged energetic relationships for a couple of years and it's another thing to grow through a lifetime. So what relationships would grow through a lifetime? Well, I examined this chart and including my own personal experience, I can say this for sure that wherever moon lies in the 12th house as per Vedic astrology, in a chart, that person's mind would be naturally drawn towards spiritual aspects because 12th house stands for spiritual aspects. That's number one. It also stands for the houses of loss, loss of material and gain of spirituality, loss of energy. That's why it also stands for sexual drive, the sexual inclination. 
for bed pleasures, sexual intimacy, all of that stuff. Why is 12th house the house of spirituality also considered the house of uh, physical sex and intimacy in Vedic astrology? Well, it's because sex is also considered a kind of loss, a kind of losing of your energy as per Vedic texts. You are losing your vital energy to the other person. Right, that's what happens in a physical intimacy. The energy exchange is taking place, the loss of energy from one to the other. So from a personal point of view, you're losing energy during a sexual or a intimate encounter. So the moon here or the mind or the manas as in Sanskrit would depict where the mind is being drawn towards. It is being drawn towards well, sex in the earlier, younger years, as it grows forward through life, it recalibrates into the higher forms of sexual energy, which is spirituality itself. The loss of spirit into the world, or the loss of spiritual energy into the world, or the giving away of your energy, that's the purpose of what we have come here for, like a service. Twelfth house also constitutes service. So moon in the twelfth house is the primary consideration we make. Okay. And the primary consideration I am making here is the ascendant itself. The ascendant and which gana it belongs to. The Dev Gana, the Rakshasa Gana, the Manusha Gana, three groups of people I spoke of in earlier podcasts. The nine constellations each which fall into these different ganas. Now why do I give so much importance to the ganas? Well, the gana is like considered simplistically speaking as the bowl of consciousness. If you put a, a high vibrational knowledge, spiritual knowledge even, into the bowl of consciousness of a Rakshasa gana or the lowest form, which only knows how to translate it into material terms, well, it's going to translate everything into physical terms and into selfish gains. What am I going to derive from this person or what am I getting out of this relationship in physical terms, money, cars, etc. But if the same consciousness is put into the bowl of a Devgana or the Sattvic sign, it will translate it as in how can I be of service to this person? What am I feeling in abstract terms? What is my feeling about this? Not so much material gains, but in terms of feeling, in terms of emotion, in terms of compassion and love and all those kinds of things. It's just the same life force, but it's put in different bowls of consciousness. The Sattvic, the Rajasik or the Tamasik. So it's very, very crucial if you want to get the real import of Vedic astrology to understand in terms of Sattva, Rajas and Tamas. So I have made a series, you can look up my YouTube channel, the latest three ones, videos, where the presentation style is there. I will capture the audio of it same here for you to look at. So the first aspect is the moon in the 12th house. The second one, the ganas have to match between the man and the woman's chart. That means the ascendant of both man and woman have to be in the same type of gana or group. Okay, so the, for example, if the person is in uh, Ashwini ascendant in Aries, the person in cancer also has to be in pusha 
Pushya and Ashlesha are in Cancer, but Pushya is Sattvic and Ashlesha is Tamasic. So the ascendant should also be matching in terms of Gana. It's very crucial because ascendant, remember what we spoke of, it stands for the soul. The soul is vibrating at the same frequency. You need the same frequency. We're doing a frequency matching kind of an exercise over here. If the frequency matches, well, the people, the man and the woman will feel compatible with one another long term. Because this ascendant governs through life. It's not just a temporary period. And the moon of the of one person should be equal to the ascendant of the person in the same nakshatra. Not similar type of gana, mind you, but the same nakshatra itself. For example, if the moon is in Bharani in one, let's say in Taurus in the 12th house, remember we talk of 12th house, it should be ascendant in Bharani in Aries for the man because the ascendant in Bharani in one matches the moon in Bharani in the next one. Why this is necessary? Well, the mind of one has to understand the soul of another. This understanding goes beyond words. It's not perceptible. It's not, well, it is perceptible, but it cannot be described in words. The, the two are drawn towards one another like magic. It feels like, wow, I never met such a person in my life. This is awesome. This is fantastic. The world expands for them. They feel finally seen. They feel understood, each one of the parties. So the magnetic pull towards one another is extremely gorgeous and it has a potential for growth also. It's not just a fling. So that's the second criteria. The third criteria and which is also most important is the male sign should be in the man's ascendant. The female sign should be in the woman's ascendant. For example, Aries is a male sign. We talked about male and female signs in previous podcasts. You can look it up. So which are the male signs among zodiac? Which are the female signs in the zodiac? So we are also talking about the ascendant of the man should be a male sign. The ascendant of the woman should be a female sign. So these are the three criteria I have used in the presentation which I will put up here you can go through this for all the three types of ganas and I was surprised to find a pattern there I was surprised to find that there are actually only 14 possible combinations it's not like an infinite number of combinations here there are exactly 14 possible among all the 27 constellations because others don't match these three criteria there will be relationships, there will be growth, but that might not feel like a soulmate or a twin flame. Okay, so enjoy this, go through this and like and share with everyone and check out the presentation on the YouTube channel if you need a more clearer picture. Now this kind of knowledge is only good for those people who are esoterically minded and serious about knowing a soulmate or a twin flame type relationship. Most people aren't. Most people don't even bother about this. So this is not for them. But you are interested and keep listening and figure out using the Vedic style plots. I'm very specific on that because it gives a 
proper accurate measurement of time frame using Vedic astrology you can plot your charts there are lots of free websites and figure out your you and your partners or your love interest if it is matching and where and how it is matching if you want more details you can always dig deep you can get in touch with me message me on facebook keep listening and check out the remaining presentation have a great day first of the three part series so that's the criteria on the left top over there the gana should match of the ascendant on the moon this is this side is the man's horoscope this side is a woman's horoscope and the ascendants are given there aries taurus in this case we start with the devganas the sattvic signs the gender of the sign should match that's our second criterion look at this criterion always well matching gender of the sign meaning what the aries is rajasic movable and male sign it should be a male sign in the man's horoscope it should be a female sign in the woman's horoscope okay because the tendencies of the man and the woman the gender matches the sign otherwise if the woman is in a, a male sign it becomes slightly different okay we are just trying to do the standard stereotypical ones here last criteria is the moon of one should be in the 12th house we are just taking one criteria here in this series 12th house nakshatra and ascendant of the other so for example in this case the aries ascendant man which is the male zodiac sign is pointing to ashwini nakshatra and the female's chart the woman's chart has ashwini moon in ashwini in the 12th house and her ascendant is in mrikshira so it's all devganas matching here ashwini mrikshira and ashwini there this is the first and the basic criterion this will feel like a spiritual connection and it will evolve through life that's what we are looking for we are looking for evolution through life it's not just one period of life because partnership is for life we are considering that as the criteria and what it will lead to the soul of one gets the mind of the other understands gets means understands comprehends fully comprehends without much explanation is not much verbiage required there's no words required one automatically tends to understand one soul tends to understand the mind of the other soul in this case the ashwini ascendant ashwini the woman will understand the way this man works at the soul level that understanding cannot be conveyed in words yes so that's the first of the one the second of the one will be gemini man matched to a cancer woman that will be how well again the rules are same as there right the gana and the ascendant and the moon should match so this mrikshira of the man ascendant will match the moon in mrikshira in the woman's chart who is cancer ascendant because it's gone to the 12th house we are only considering 12th house so mrikshira ascendant in the man's chart pushya nakshatra ascendant in the woman's chart not ashlesha not the yellow one the blue one we are only considering the blue ones in this presentation that's the devgana right so mrikshira in the 12th house where the moon is in a woman's chart this again is a soulmate match okay if you you daring to consider a man and woman's charts in terms of soulmate astrology or a twin flame astrology this would be it 
Next one on this list is Libra ascendant and Scorpio ascendant. Well, Libra man, because it's a male sign, right? Libra is a male sign, Scorpio is a female sign. So Libra and Scorpio would be ascendant in Swati nakshatra in a man. And in a woman's chart, the Scorpio, moon would be in Swati nakshatra in the 12th house. And the ascendant of the woman would be in Anuradha nakshatra. So this would be a soulmate kind of combination again. Because there is Dev Gana element in all of them. You should be very careful of this. The Dev, the Gana element should be common. Then the understanding is smooth without words. The soul of one gets the mind of the other. That's the objective we are trying to achieve. This is the three which are possible in Devganas. Unfortunately, there are only three possible in Devganas. Okay. And the next ones we'll catch the Manushya Gana. Okay, take care, be safe. Okay, so now let's talk about the second bunch, the Manushikanas or the human group, the one which is more Rajasik in nature. Okay, so their relationship combinations. Again, we come to first the criteria. The criteria the Gana should match both in ascendant and moon of both the man and the woman. So here we take the man's ascendant is Bharani, the, all the brown ones are. Manushagana or constellations, Bharani constellation there, and the woman's one is pointing at Rohini. And because the moon of the woman is in Bharani nakshatra in the 12th house, second, the sign the moon has to be in the 12th house. We are only considering one criteria here the 12th house. Why? Because it's the house of spirituality, it grows through time. And this is what the aim of the connection should be. Spiritual connection and evolution through life should be there between the two partners. The soul of one gets the mind of the other. Why? Because the ascendant is the soul and the moon is the mind. So when the mind of the woman connects to the sun soul of the man, it feels like a soul-made partnership, right? The gender of the sign must match as in the ascendant gender, in this case, being Aries is a male sign, it matches Taurus ascendant which is a female sign. So the female sign for the woman and male sign for the man, that should match the second criteria. And the moon of one in the twelfth house and the ascendant of the other. So ascendant here is in Bharani and the moon there is in Bharani in the same constellation, right? So this will make a good soulmate type of match. It has a tendency to grow through time into a very, very fruitful, soulful evolution. Now I'm not looking at other aspects here. I'm looking at only one of them. Be mindful of that. The next one in the Manushagana would be the sign of Leo, Leo man and a Virgo woman which means when the ascendant again the same criteria on top the ascendant and the moon of ascendant and of both signs should be in the same gana gana match okay and the moon match the ascendant here in the man's case is pointing towards purva falguni constellation and here the moon is in purva falguni constellation in the woman's chart but she's a Virgo ascendant. Virgo is a female sign in the ascendant, matches the gender, gender match of the sign. And Leo ascendant is a masculine or a male sign which matches the 
man's energy. And the moon of one in twelfth house in the chart, in the nakshatra, and in the man it's in ascendant. So the mind of one understands the soul of another. That's why it's called a soulmate type relationship. The third one in our list would be Gemini man and the Taurus woman, the Taurian woman. How does this happen? In this case, it's slightly reversed. Ascendant is pointing towards Ardra Nakshatra or Ardra constellation, which happens to be um, Rajasik's uh, constellation, Nakshatra. And in woman's case, it's pointing towards the Rohini. This also should match not in the similar one, but it should be in the same Gana. Both are Manusha Ganas. And in this case, ascendant pointing towards Rohini in a woman, whereas the moon is in Rohini in the man's. So the man's mind will be understood by the woman's soul. Hence, the soulmate type of relationship. The next one, and the last one in our Manushagana list is Sagittarius man. Sagittarius man matches to a Capricorn woman. In this case, ascendant is pointing towards Purva Ashada constellation in a man's chart and it is pointing towards Uttara Ashada constellation in a woman's chart while the ascendant is pointing towards Purva Ashada in man's chart. The sun connects to the moon in Purva Ashada in a woman's chart in the 12th house. Again, we are considering only 12th house criteria as we said here. Okay. So this is my brief take on the matching of soulmates. What makes good partnerships? This is how the partnership should be taken into consideration. This is not so common, but when it happens, it is really beautiful and fed powerful by both the parties. Okay, take care and keep watching and we'll come to the last one later. Right, so now we speak about the last one the Rakshasagana or the earthly signs. Let's just call it earthly signs rather than demonic signs. People get scared. So, the earthly signs, the yellow ones, now we are talking about the yellow ones. <coughs> the Gana match first. Ascendant and moon of both should should match. That is the ascendant pointing here in a woman's chart towards Ashlesha constellation. Moon is in Ashlesha constellation in a man. This is the Leo man and the Cancer woman. This is the match of theirs. If this is the arrangement, the relationship will be felt very powerfully like a soulmate relationship. Second aspect, we are considering the gender of the sign. Leo is the ascendant here, which is a male sign. Cancer, which is a female sign in the ascendant in the woman's chart in the first house. Moon in one twelfth house nakshatra is in the ascendant of the other. That is the mind of the man in this case understands the soul of the woman in this case. This woman will feel really blessed because the man understands everything that's going on. Right? That's the first of them. The second of them would be Leo and Cancer. Sorry, Leo and Virgo. So the Leo man and the Virgonian woman. 
Virgo in ascendant is a female sign so we satisfied the gender sign match Leo is the male sign Gana ascendant and moon match Maga nakshatra in this case ascendant is in Maga in the man whereas the moon is in Maga in 12th house in the woman's chart right so that's the second criteria moon in one in the 12th house of one and is in the ascendant of the other okay this is a good match again the mind of the woman understands the soul of the man here okay next criteria would be Libra and Virgo because the ascendant is in Vishakha nakshatra Gana match should be there ascendant in the moon should match okay so Vishakha nakshatra here ascendant man moon is in Chitra constellation in the man's chart whereas the ascendant is in Chitra constellation in a woman's chart Virgo being the female sign we have satisfied that criteria and here we have male sign Libra is a male sign so it matches the gender as well and moon in one in the twelfth of the other ascendant in Chitra here moon in Chitra in the other one the mind of the man understands the soul of the woman in this chart that's another good combination next comes the Libra Scorpio combination in the Libra Scorpio combination we have Gana match again all Ganas have to match so all are yellow pointing as you can see ascendant of both should be the same match same Gana otherwise you'll have a disaster on your hands so ascendant pointing to Vishakha, ascendant pointing to Jeshtha constellation here as you can see. So which combination? This is the transformation of Vishakha nakshatra itself because ascendant in the Libran man is pointing towards Vishakha nakshatra in the woman's chart moon is in 12th house in Vishakha nakshatra. So the mind of the woman understands the soul of the man in this case this is the specific arrangement can you see how specific the arrangement gets it's not all generic combinations and anything and everything you can have because the target what is our target with this matching criteria it should be a spiritual connection and evolution through life 12th house is the ultimate house is the rising it, it it is the sign which is where the sun is rising moon is rising here in the 12th house so the moon rise signifies the 12th house and that's where the soul's evolution should be it's a house of spirituality the soul of one gets the mind of the other next one on our list is Sagittarius man and Scorpio woman in this case, ascendant is towards the Mula Nakshatra in the man's case, Sagittarius being a male sign in the ascendant, so man is matched there. And Scorpio being a female sign is in the woman's chart, so that's matched there. Ascendant of both are in Rakshasa constellation, so that's fine. Now, ascendant of the woman in this case, the soul of the woman is Jinjeshta and moon is in Jeshta in the 12th house in the man's chart so the mind of the man gets the soul of the woman in this case this is another match 
Last one on our list is Sagittarius man, male sign again, matches Capricorn woman, which is the female sign in the ascendant. So the ganas are matched, Mula nakshatra and Dhanishta nakshatra here, so that's matched. The mind of the, the soul of the man understands the mind of the woman. That will again feel like a soulmate relationship. Because in the 12th house, connection is felt the most deep for moon. It's not at a superficial level and it has got a tendency to grow through time. Soul evolution should be the target of our matching in relationships. And this connection will feel very deep and has got a chance to grow through time. So that's my take on the Rakshasa Ganak or the Rakshasa constellations, the earthly constellations of the zodiac as per Vedic astrology to do some good matchmaking. Take care and keep watching.